0: A- averaging the fewest air yards per attempt. At no point were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational fraud. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Yards per attempt, Everybody, welcome into another Fresh Edition Yards Per Attempt. It is September 30th. October is upon us. It is chilly here on the East Coast. It is football weather, baby. Unbelievable. And your Las Vegas Raiders are 3-0. and oh. Say it with me. 3-0. and oh. Your quarterback, Derek Carr, is the AFC Player of the Month. Dude is slinging it all over the yard. Well-deserved honor for D.C., Has this team rolling offensively right now? Like I said, great to be back. This team is on an impressive clip right now. It's good to be talking Raider football. Big game coming up against the L.A. Chargers at home. I mean, in L.A., but we all know who's going to be in that stadium rocking out. It's going to be a lot of silver and black in SoFi Stadium. Watching Monday night football between the Raiders and Chargers. We'll get to that game in a little bit, but let's look back on the win The most Raider win of all time Could have been a Raider loss to the Miami Dolphins I don't know about you guys, I'm good with the Dolphins I don't want to see them coming into Vegas for a couple years Back-to-back seasons, game, both games have come down to the wire Lost last year, probably could have lost this year But they pull out the victory over the Miami Dolphins On another Daniel Carlson field goal So Early on, again, another 14-0 hole Just like the Baltimore game This team falls behind at home 14-0 in a blink of an eye Carr has an errant pass He thought Moreau was going to keep on going A Landon Roberts who looked like he had a piano on his back Takes it pick six Raider offense can't get anything going Before you know it, it's 14-0 And the Raiders are looking at another deficit And another hole to climb out of so let's talk about the, the early offensive struggles because it seems to be a theme in the first three games of the season. And to me, there's a couple factors in why. Number one, the lack of the run game early in these games. We know Josh Jacobs has missed the past two games, and kudos to Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber had a great game versus the Miami Dolphins, especially late, especially in the second half. But early on... There was no rate or run game. They couldn't move an inch, just like versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. And now you said the Pittsburgh Steelers have a really good defensive front, so you give them the benefit of the doubt. But second week in a row, the rate or run game just wasn't cutting it. So no run game to speak of. And then we move over to the offensive line. That continues to be shaky in spots. The snaps from Andre James have left a lot to be desired. The communication, especially in the first game, wasn't great. So I think the combination of no push in the run game, the shaky offensive line, letting up some sacks and some pressures early has really led to the start of, you know, a shaky Raider offensive start in some of these games. Like I said last week on the pod, we're used to seeing the first 15 scripted plays from John Gruden being excellent. Carr and the Raiders usually go right down the field and score early on. It's totally opposite this year. It really has been. I, I liken it to the, the offensive line kind of feeling its way out. Alex Leatherwood's had some up and downs. You watch him, sometimes he gets run over. Sometimes he looks like a steady pro. I think he'll be fine long term. Colton Miller's Colton Miller, one of the best left tackles in, in the National Football League. John Simpson has done a nice job stepping in. Illuminore has done a nice job stepping in off the bench. Who knows when Richie Incognito is going to be back? The question to me is Andre James. Is Andre James the long-term answer at center for this football team moving forward? After three games, I don't know. He's shown some good. He's shown some bad. So we'll see. It's going to be a long season. Him and Carr need to get on the same page. It's going to take some time. Hudson and Carr played a long time together. That chemistry doesn't happen overnight. I want to see James cut out the, the, the... I don't care about the pressures. I care about the snaps. Let's get the snaps down. You're snapping the ball to the quarterback and shotgun. The snap should be... Perfect Okay, so what really changed the game? What changed the game was the Miami boneheaded Wide receiver screen on their one yard line Someone should be fired over that Honestly You're expecting a no knock on Jalen Waddle. Jalen is going to be a good player in this league for a long time He's going to be a stud You're asking your wide receiver to make a move And make somebody miss on the one yard line that is such a risky proposition when you're up 14-0 And it benefited the Raiders I'm not, I'm not knocking it, so good, good play call on them But that is such a boneheaded move I don't know if it was a check by Brissett or it was a call Casey Hayward continues to make plays with his football team One of the best free agent signings his team has made so far three weeks Everything Casey Hayward does comes up roses So that really changes the game And then the offense gets going And the big theme I want to talk about today Is just the evolution of Derek Carr And it's not just what what, what he's doing on the field And the numbers he's putting up But the trust That he's instilling in his wide receivers You see it Each game Getting better and better Let's talk about Henry Ruggs After last year Everybody, oh my god Henry Ruggs, look at all these other receivers Justin Jefferson, CeeDee Lamb Ruggs is a bust, I can't believe they picked him and I'm not going to lie, I had some doubts last year too about whether Henry Ruggs was built for this game, whether his style was built. We all know the speed was there, but we didn't know that his game was going to translate to the NFL. Three games into this season, it has. He's taken off. And it's not just the deep pass to beat the Steelers, we knew that was there from the start, but it's all the little things. He seems to be playing with so much confidence. How about him going up over Xavier Howard And snatching it away for a reception Xavier Howard's a top three cornerback In the National Football League Rugs went right up there, took the ball away How about the toe taps On the sideline How about him last year, he didn't really have the Situational awareness or the sideline awareness Sometimes when Carr Threw him the ball, he was out of bounds He couldn't get his feet right There was a touchdown last year the, His foot was on the line, no good What does he do this year? This dude is toe-tapping, toe-drag swag all over the place I just think you see the confidence And Ruggs saying to himself Hey, I could be the guy I could be a difference maker for this team You got a little reverse action going in You got him fighting for some yards down the sideline Just putting the ball in his hands I love what I'm seeing from Henry Ruggs And I think a lot of it has to do And why you're seeing so many of the other weapons explode His teams are are keen on Darren Waller As they should Teams, the the past two games Waller's stats haven't been Waller's stats And I think he'd be okay with that Because it's opening up everything else For this football team And it goes up, again To the trust that Derek Carr has now had Or has in his receivers He trusts Henry Ruggs to go up and make a play He obviously trusts Hunter Renfro to make any play Because that dude's money every time he touches the ball How about Brian Edwards? How about the second and 15 in overtime? How about that throw? Expecting your guy to be at a spot, throwing it to that spot, and you know what? The guy's at the spot. That was a ridiculous throw to miss the clutch, Brian Edwards. Well, all he does is make big plays in the fourth quarter and overtime. He's not only doing that, one of my biggest pet peeves about Carr was when the Raiders were in long situations, a third and 18. 3rd and 15, 3rd and 11 He would always take that easy check down You know, hike, right check down, right to Jalen Richard. And sometimes he's still doing that, but he's doing it smarter He's doing it with the first down in mind Moving, manipulating the pocket Finding the back out of the backfield When the back has a chance to get the first down He's not taking that first little check down there And taking the easy money So what was the biggest problem And it wasn't a problem, Amari Cooper's a great receiver He's doing great things with the Cowboys But to me, it never seemed like him, Derek Carr, and Amari Cooper were ever on the same page Never Or maybe it was Derek didn't have the confidence to throw it up to Amari Cooper Now he does He's got that trust factor He knows when he throws it up to Henry Ruggs over Xavier Howard, one of the best cornerbacks in the league Ruggs is going to come down with it he knows in overtime when there's three dudes running behind Brian Edwards He's going to be there And he's going to make the catch It's so nice to see This offense performing at this level right now And the quarterback just performing And playing the defense like a freaking fiddle little spider two wide banana action Versus the Dolphins for an in goal touchdown You have everything in there And then late they get back to the run game Peyton Barber gets back to the run game Starts churning those legs And we'll get back to the offensive line in a minute here But I feel like they're getting getting better as the game goes on I don't know if it's just jittery early on Or maybe there's the nerves playing at home But they really locked in and, and got it done in the end So I just think the biggest difference so far Besides the defense, and we'll talk about that in a sec Is Carr's trust level and the weapons he has He knows these guys are going to be there for him He knows when he throws it up These guys are going to make the play And maybe that contributed to the Moreau interception a little bit Maybe he's like, hey, I'm going to lead Foster out He's going to make the catch And, you know, they just weren't on the same page And it gets taken back But I'd rather that 10 times out of 10 Than being scared or being nervous about trusting your receivers Because if you don't trust your receivers You're not going anywhere in in the National Football League Alright, let's switch it over to the defensive side Against Miami Now, I'll be the first one to sit here and say it and You guys watched it on TV, so you'll say it as well The defense in the fourth quarter was gassed The defense in overtime was gassed Jacoby Brissett was running around like Michael Vick out there Making people miss all over the place I truly believe if Tua Tagovailoa Was playing quarterback for the Miami Dolphins The Raiders would have had a better chance And that game probably would have been decided early on The game should have been decided early on Let's all be honest here There's no chance on earth that game should have went into overtime The defense early on was great Like I said, Casey Hayward Situational awareness on that safety How about the fourth and one early on And the stop Getting off the field And the biggest thing to me is The contested catches And the defense, we talked about it last week The defense running to the ball I love what I've seen you're not going to be in perfect position all the time You're going to get beat sometimes Sometimes it's going to be a perfect throw But the DBs are contesting every single pass Trayvon Mullen was awesome in this game Without Trayvon Mullen, the Dolphins are walking off with a touchdown in fourth quarter in overtime Let's be honest here He made a couple great plays I know he had the P.I. in the end zone But Trayvon Mullen played his ass off And he's around the ball It's okay to get beat but when the receiver has the ball in his hands, swiping it out, making a play. He's doing that. This defense is doing that. Denzel Perryman continues to run around and make plays. Max Crosby. How about fourth down, how about third down in overtime? When they run another ridiculous play, a little jet sweep to Mike Gaszeki to tight end, Max Crosby's there to make a stop. Get off the field. Let's give it up to Max. Leading the league in pressures This dude has been on a war path The first three games of the season A war path He has been playing on another level I love what i see front from the D-line Max continually gets out there He's always around the quarterback There was the, the gif, if you look at out there The video of the game of Max just throwing three guys back into Brissett. Yeah, the sacks weren't there, so what? Give me those pressures Give me those quarterback hits Brissett was shifty in the pocket, to be honest. He really was. He was was shifty as hell. He was getting out of a lot. He juked Jonathan Abram on that. I think Abram's had back-to-back weeks now where he's been uh, on the other end of a spectacular play by the offense. But the defense is contesting catches and getting off the field. Yeah, they were gassed, no doubt. They really were. End of the fourth quarter, overtime, they were gassed. And that comes to my next point. John Gruden, with a lead in the fourth quarter Going to a little bit of this conservative shell And early on the season, we didn't see it as much You saw in the Raven game, you saw in the Steeler game Him being not, not content sitting on the lead Letting Carr throw Letting the offense continue to cook, if you will But he got really conservative At the end versus Miami And it almost cost the Raiders the game Now, I'm not going to sit here And say, we all know John Gruden's MO He's the type of coach that's saying If you can't get one yard on third and one Or fourth and one, you don't deserve to win the game I'm all here for that, I, I, I really am But you have to look At your defensive coordinator Or your players on your staff and say Hey guys, I know you've been on the field a lot Let's go win this game Look at, look at talk to Gus Bradley Talk to your DC, talk to your defensive guys Hey, what do you guys got left? Hey coach, we're running on fumes out there Alright, you know what Derek? You're playing the defense like a fiddle You are playing at the best level you played in your entire career Go win the football game Don't sit on it Don't run it on third and one up the middle Fourth and one up the middle How about the fourth and one early in the game? That was almost a total disaster Dolphins go down and score right away It's saying something to be Smart about going it. There's times to go for it on fourth down and There's times not When the Raiders are backed up on their 31 yard line in the first quarter When the offense can't do nothing That's not the time to go for it on fourth down It really isn't I'm all for being aggressive I'll go for it on fourth down Nine times out of ten But that was not the time But late, I want this team to have the killer instinct I want Gruden to have that killer instinct Step on their throat and end the game It almost cost the Raiders the game It probably should have cost the Raiders the game this is two overtime games now where they've had multiple uh, multiple possessions And teams have had multiple possessions And the Raiders got lucky getting the ball back, let's be honest But this league's all about the luck aspect You gotta be really good and you gotta be lucky sometimes Over the past 20 plus years, Raiders haven't been lucky So I don't want to see the conservative mindset from John Gruden I want him to be aggressive in the right spots be aggressive in the fourth quarter When you're trying to put the game away Be aggressive You know, going into halftime When maybe it's a field goal You could settle for a touchdown Those situations, I want him to be aggressive I don't want him to be aggressive And be stupid about it And almost cost the Raiders the game Alright, we go into SoFi Stadium Monday Night Football Versus the 3-1 and one LA Chargers A team coming off a win In Kansas City over the Say it with me, folks One and two Kansas City Chiefs I love it I can't get enough of it I hope it stays that way We all know it won't, but we hope it stays that way Charges are playing really good football right now Justin Herbert, to me Looks like Everyone always talks about Oh, this guy reminds me of this This guy reminds me of this And sometimes it's off base Sometimes it's the easy thing for us to do as sports fans Justin Herbert Looks like Dan Marino Dustin Herbert throws like Dan Marino He really does He's got all the tools in his bag And we saw that last year Versus the Chargers in two games The guy can make any throw in the football field The guy is super dangerous So this is the biggest test I know it's kind of obvious And everybody can kind of see it This is the biggest test for this new look Raider defense Now what we have in our pocket is We have the defensive coordinator for the Chargers the past couple years on our staff now So he knows tendencies He knows Justin Herbert from last year You have Casey Hayward that played on that team for a long time They are going to lean on those guys so heavily this week To see what kind of advantage we could take from this football team You know it's going to be high scoring You know you're going to have to put up points and the defense is going to have to have some takeaways. They're going to have to turn the Chargers over. But to me the easiest thing is turn the Chargers into the Chargers. We know what they are. We know what kind of football football team they are. Most of the time they can't get out of their own way. Yeah, they're 3 and 1. They're playing awesome. Herbert's awesome. Everyone Keenan Allen's amazing. But the Chargers are the Chargers. Play smart football. Continue the offensive success Easier said than done I know the, I know the case But this is the biggest test for this defense This defense is going to have to come with the pressure all game long Because Herbert's going to be slinging it all game long Even if the Raiders get a lead in this game No lead is safe versus this team So it's going to be a hyped atmosphere Herbert's going to be throwing the ball all over the place I keep an eye on his, on his questionable status with his hand I, There's no way on earth he's not going to play But keep an eye on that Josh Jacobs, hopefully coming back to the practice field I think you're going to see Josh Jacobs suited up for this game In a limited role I think you're going to see Jacobs, Kenyon Drake, and Peyton Barber Because Barber showed he can still run the rock He showed he's better than pass protection than Kenyon Drake And you still want the threat of Josh Jacobs out there Josh Jacobs has some of his best games against the LA Chargers This is a big test, folks The Raiders could beat the LA Chargers in their building And move to 4-0 In the AFC West I mean sky's the limit for this football team Honestly What more can you say about this football team 4-0 with wins over the Ravens Steelers, Dolphins And Chargers You couldn't ask for a better start But it's not going to be easy This is the biggest test I want to see if this Raider defense Is up to the test Against a really, really good Charger offense We'll see it We'll see how it all plans out Next week on the pod, I'm going to do one on Monday Right after the game, fresh reaction We're playing those Chicago Bears and that Pass rusher Number 52, but number one in our hearts Khalil Mack It's going to be another epic week of Raider content I'm here for it, hope you guys are too Have a great week everybody